0: Welcome to the Just Be An Honest podcast show. This is your host, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and mindset coach, KB. On the Just Be An Honest podcast show, we are dedicated to educate the public about how to live a purely toxic-free lifestyle. By eliminating and dramatically reducing the use of many products and lifestyle threats that contain these harmful ingredients that often bombard our life in a mysterious manner, we too can all as a collective whole become healthier and mentally wealthier. So join me on the ride. We're getting deep. Wow, wow, wow let me just tell you, I have taken a little bit of a hiatus. I want to give a little PSA to you all that I am becoming a little more honest with myself, given that this show is called Just Been Honest. Um, but it's become quite apparent um, that we live in such a content-filled world. <laughs> and I I am doing my best to be completely, completely honest with myself and my energetic levels. I have so many projects on my plate right now, so many exciting projects, but I also um, don't want to run myself into the ground. I want to give you guys the best content possible, the best guests on the show, the best quality, you know, educational information that I can give to you all. So in regards to podcasts, I have decided, and it's been kind of a hard decision, but I've decided that the episodes that I do come out, they may be every week, they may be every other week, they may be every month. Um, It's going to be when I feel intentionally um, just, you know, and energetically connected to put them out there. Um, I've been really tapping into the self lately. And I think you guys will all appreciate it too. You'll look forward to something right when it pops out. I know that happens to me with my favorite podcast shows if someone doesn't put something out for a while i'm like oh my gosh where are they so without further ado i just wanted to share that with you all also another thing is in regards to partners and collaborations that i'm working with we have so many amazing brands that i have personally vetted myself and that doesn't come lightly, guys. I am super, super picky about the products and the brands that I hold um, near and dear to my heart. And I use them personally. So if you would like a complete list, this is all compliment- complimentary, of course. Um, if you would like a complete list, please send me an email over at kb at com. Or you can drop into my DMs over on Instagram at just being honest K B. Remember, Bean has no G. So it's B-E-I-N. And um yeah, I'll send you a complete list. You'll just have to send me your email. I promise I will not send you guys any spam. I'm not into that as well myself. And I just don't have time to send spam. but I'd be happy to give you guys a list. I am into you guys basically supporting our society, our culture, our environment, and supporting um, the world and the brands out there by our dollars, right? Our dollars speak so loudly So let's all work together, let's put the best brands and products and boost those guys up and the other ones that are not serving us, our health, our wellness, they can just wash away down the drain, bye. Um, So without further ado, we have a really great episode today, I cannot wait to share it with you. We have Amanda Porta on the show, she is a new soul sister of mine. And I just can't wait to share it with you. We're going to talk all about breast health. Um, Men, this would be a really great conversation for you to kind of hear as well to support your ladies, also to support your health. Um, Breast health is really important in both men and women, but this is specifically talking about breast implants and explants and the toxic environments and what that can actually Do to the woman um, as a whole. So, this is another great topic about toxic free living. Um, It goes much deeper than I think we all even thought um, in the first place. I know I went through a point, I'm going to be completely transparent. I went through a point in my life many, many years ago that I thought I should get breast implants. I'm quite slender, quite thin in my frame, and I was living in a part of California that was, it was very socially just accepted, like everyone had breast implants there, and I thought I should get them too, so I'm actually really, really happy that I did not, Um, now that I hear about this, and plus they just, they just don't vibe with me, but Guys, needless to say, if you do have them, no shame on you. Um, I just want you guys to know the um, you know, effects of them and to maybe know if you're not feeling well, maybe these are the cause of you not feeling well. So without further ado, I'm gonna let Amanda share all about herself. You're gonna love this episode. Please send me um, you know, some notes over on Instagram. I would love to know if you What you liked the most about this show and also it would really help me if you sent me some notes about um, what you want to hear more of, guests that you want to hear on this show. We have such amazing powers to get them on the show. I just, you know, I just would love to open up the platform to you all and kind of make this your wellness workspace as well. So without further ado let's get on to the show. So here we go. Um, Amanda, welcome to the Just Been Honest podcast show. You are just such a beautiful soul. And I am so thrilled that we're going to have this conversation today because it is something that we could talk probably days and days and days about, months, years. Yeah. I first before we jump into this subject at hand I just want to kind of like tell everyone um a little disclaimer that obviously the choices that you make in life they're totally strictly 100% up to you. We're not here to judge. We're just here to educate, to inform, to share stories. So let's just kind of have that be a note. But Amanda Yes. You, we're here to talk about boobs today. We're <laughs> we're here to talk about breasts. Yes, and it such a beautiful topic to talk about. Um, you know, but I want to jump back, and I want to let you introduce yourself. Oh my gosh, you guys! Oh my gosh, she is the cutest dog. <laughs>
1: She's here for the interviews. She's trying to. For 15 seconds, you know.
0: <laughs> it's okay. My dog's in the background, always. But Amanda, welcome to the show. Please introduce um yourself to everyone if they don't know you already. Amanda Porta, here you
1: are. You are so sweet. Hi, Catherine. I'm so happy to be here. Um, my name is Amanda Porta. I am the holistic beauty coach on Instagram. And I've worked in the beauty industry uh, for over 20 years, all different aspects from day spa, med spas, plastic surgery. And I went through a health crisis when I was about 35. And that would take me on a seven and a half year journey that completely changed my life. And I am just simply trying to do better now for our industry and trying to support other women who may have had the same uh, reaction that I did to their breast implants.
0: Wow. Super simple, but let's jump back even further now. And let's just kind of talk about like, what was your, your childhood upbringing? I always want to know a little bit about the person that I'm chatting with.
1: I love that. Well, I was born in Hillsboro, California, and that's Northern California. Um, and my father was actually a Western medicine doctor. My mother, very natural, though, um, and I have a younger brother. My father died unexpectedly when I was seven and a half, um, and that really changed my whole world, and um, I don't know that you ever really get over something like that, but it's definitely um. definitely has a lot to do with what I'm doing today. Um, But we had an amazing life. I we had a home in Santa Cruz that we go to on the weekend. So I was very much a beach bum. And after my father died, we actually moved to the Pacific Northwest, um, where I lived for some time.
0: So tell me a little bit about you said your father made such a beautiful impact on your life. And that's why you're going into what you're going into today kind of Share a little bit more about that if you can. My father
1: died unexpectedly of a heart attack, and we kind of suspected that it had something to do with a pharmaceutical drug that Mm. he was taking at the time. Again, wouldn't have thought anything of it at the time. But then as I was going through my chronic illness journey, and I figured out that it could be, and I was working in plastic surgery at at the time, it could be my breast implants. I actually used a medium, a psychic medium to contact my father, and I do believe that I was um, communicating with him because he knew things that nobody would know, and one of the things that he said to me was that he also believed that a pharmaceutical drug caused his heart attack, and so I find it interesting that, you know, I was a daddy's girl, and I've always felt his presence still here and I feel like my mission to help educate others and support others um he's very much with me today. Oh my gosh.
0: That's beautiful. I mean I am a total believer and you're so you're such a conscious being and I can totally see when when I'm looking at you that you have this light about you. You know, you look like you I, I don't know, you're very angelic when i look through you and i'm sure you're very intuitive as well
1: very much so very much so and i'm getting more so every day
0: <laughs> oh my gosh well that's because you're probably truly awakened you know um which kind of jumps me into you probably had so you know a little bit about myself you know i'm a toxic free lifestyle advisor so obviously i'm not a, actually no i take that back i'm kind of my husband would be the first one to tell you that i am a crazy disciplined like try to stick to my word as much as possible and live my life according to that but uh you know kind of jumping back into your story you know when we talk about toxins and stuff you do have the journey of um jumping into the breast augmentation world and Mm -hmm. I, I kind of you know him and I had this conversation because I'm always curious like what age were you and what made you want the augmentation in the first place? Because I know where I am today, I actually had the thought of getting one myself when I was living in a different place in my life. Right now. Your
1: and you're going to find this interesting, I think. So I um, grew up being, I was a classically trained ballerina. So large breasts. I'm, if you see me, I kind of am built like olive oil. I believe- have had a hard time gaining weight. I would have liked some curves probably, but that's as a dancer, you know, you don't generally want larger breasts. And so that was never a goal of mine. And like I said, growing up um, with a mom who's natural and in Santa Cruz on the beach, we're very, very natural. I really don't even wear much makeup. Um, but I had um, a breast deformity, um, a constricted, in my chest, it was constricted where the, your breasts never really develop like they begin to. And it wasn't something that necessarily was as noticeable. I thought at the time I was going to have five kids and I thought, well, how am I going to have kids? It's going to probably hurt when I get pregnant. And and so my idea was kind of like expanding the tissue and just wanting to be normal like every other girl. And so in my twenties, I explored the idea of having this um, condition corrected this condition, tuberous breast syndrome, is actually a lot, more, um, a lot more women have it than we even know about, because I think there's a lot of shame in talking about these sort of things. So women weren't sharing, and a lot of women opt for breast implants to correct it. So I first opted to just have surgery to correct it, and it really didn't make much of a difference, but I don't think I chose the right surgeon at the time. So then of course they say, well, we can put a breast implant in and we can expand that tissue and everything will be fine. So I did it reluctantly because I just, again, I think everybody should choose what they want to do with their bodies. I just didn't know if I was going to feel comfortable. I remember thinking, looking down in the shower and seeing something that didn't belong. So I got the breast implants and that's actually why I started working in plastic surgery because I really wanted to help other women who might've had the same condition. And, you know, when I removed my breast implants, I had a woman who is a, um, she's a naturopath, but she's also a, a biochemist and she's fascinating and she's so smart. And she said, you know why you had that breast condition? And I said, well, yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I was born with it. Although that, It didn't ever really make sense to me because, like, my grandma had larger breasts, and so did my mom, and everyone seemingly normal in my family. And she said, That tells me you had low progesterone at the time that you were developing. Hmm. I said, But why would a 12 year old have, you know, a hormone imbalance? And she said, Well, usually that tells me that you had a trauma early in your life. And I thought, This makes total sense, right? My father's passing, what did create that trauma? I was in fight or flight. I think I don't know if I've ever healed that since, and perhaps that could have thrown my hormones off and could have impeded with my development. And if I hadn't had that, I wouldn't have gotten the breast implants. Had that chronic illness journey, worked in plastic surgery, and been able to help the women that I'm helping today, which is my purpose. So I just think it's interesting how everything happens to us for a reason.
0: Yeah, you know, they have there's that that word out there called synchronicities, you know, and sometimes we have to go through these journeys, right, and mm-hmm. um, to put all the puzzle pieces together. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we have to see them.
1: Well, and I think as you say, there are some of us, um, whether you call them conscious beings or I'm not sure, we choose harder journeys. Like I remember saying as a little girl, which I feel like I crack up now at four, I w- would say, I'm here for something very important when I grow up. And who says that at four years old? And then I would also say, I feel like the first half of my life is going to be difficult because the last half is going to be amazing. And so I do feel like I had a lot of really tough lessons early in life.
0: Oh, sister. I mean, I couldn't agree more with you. I've had thoughts kind of go through my head over and over again. Like, why did I say those certain things? Or like, why did I like, why was I so, I hate to use this word, but I'm going to use it enlightened as a young child. Mm -hmm. Like I was so like I don't know, just like observing of the world. And I wasn't a part of it. I was just like babysitting, you know, waiting for my mark. Um, This is our
1: time.
0: Yeah, this is our our time.
1: And, you know, I will get downloads that I still can never explain. Um, Throughout my life, but I do feel like having the breast implants, being over your heart chakra, they were a real blockage for me. And I feel like I always say this, when I had toxicity inside me, I had it all around me from the men I was dating, the friends I had, the bosses that I had the foods because when you're highly toxic you crave sugar and all of the wrong things and i really want to speak to that too it's not like i was miss perfect drinking my green juice every day uh-uh and i don't think that resonates with people if i were to say that like i was just perfect no <laughs> i wasn't perfect and that's why i'm trying to share with my patients now i didn't do things right and so i want to help you so if you are sick you can prevent your yourself from getting even sicker
0: so let's jump into that the you know the topic of chronic illness sickness tell us a little bit about yours when did you how long did you you know start to develop that after you got the augmentation what what were the signs the symptoms and what what when were you like oh my god i got to get these out and then what was the aftermath of that like how did you feel after
1: Right. So like I said, I went from natural to now working in the medical industry. And I always say this, you know, I was drinking the Kool-Aid too. I started doing Botox way too young, in my opinion, in my late 20s. I don't do it anymore since I got rid of the breast implants. I did that too. Um, But I was going for... For all of it as well, um, and so when I first got my breast implants, they were saline. It was in 2003, and at the time, silicone breast implants were banned from the market. It was the moratorium on them, so you couldn't even get silicone breast implants. A year later, I had capsular contracture in one of them, necessitating replacement. And when I went to a new surgeon because my original surgeon was on maternity leave. He said, well, now that we're replacing them, let's replace them with silicone because you're so thin, there's not going to be any rippling, et cetera. And I just remember saying, because again, I was probably kind of too young to really be aware of the Dow Corning lawsuits in the nineties and how many women were sick. But I do remember saying, wait a minute, isn't silicone bad? And he said, oh no, no, mm -mm. now we've made them new and improved and you're going to be followed in a study. So you listen to your doctor, right? And he was conducting studies with the manufacturers. So I'm thinking I'm in better hands, right? Than the normal person. So you get your breast implants. Never was I followed up with a study. I I never even heard again about that. Um, And within nine months, I had um, issues sleeping, sleep disturbance. I was having um, night sweats. I had a horrible ruptured ovarian cyst. I cannot prove that that was caused by the breast implants, but Mm. it landed me in the hospital for three days. It was agonizing, probably the worst thing I've been through. Um, So I definitely was having hormonal disruption. And then I would go to the gynecologist and who was the best in my area. And she would say, oh, this is your normal. And I'd say, well, no, it's not normal. And so that's why I'm here today. And so I realize I've been really advocating for my health for well over 20 years. Well, fast forward, um, it just took, because again, with your lymphatic system, my immunity, I think it was really being taxed by the foreign object inside. And so not knowing that, I was in a small fender bender. And then about six months later, a really emotional event in my life, and you know what? It just took those two things. Boom. I, all of a sudden overnight had about 38 symptoms of breast implant illness from thyroid dysfunction, my hair falling out. Um, I had 57 pounds and I told you I've got a smaller frame of inflammation. Ah. I saw 67 doctors in seven and a half years. So that was from 2012 to 2019, none of us suspected the breast implants in fact it never even came up on an intake form or um when we were talking i see that more now on intake forms and it makes me very happy um because of course you can have this same reaction from an implanted medical device and it doesn't even have to be just a breast implant it, i've seen it with men with calf implants um even pacemakers you know these are all different medical devices that can cause these symptoms. So I was I was completely out of my mind because I also felt like I didn't have any support. I felt like I was just being passed from specialist to specialist. No one was really listening. They kept passing it off as oh this is just normal for somebody who just turned 40. No it's not normal to have over 38 health issues. Symptoms are our friends. They're red flags so we can Figure out what's wrong before it escalates. Um, so it was not until a chance um, appointment with a colonic practitioner of all people in December of 2018. And at the end of it, she was really brave and she said, I think I know why you're so sick. And I said, Really? Why do you think? And she said, I think it's your breast implants. I've had 11 other women this year who look and sound like you. And when they've removed them, they've gotten better. And I left that day not convinced. I um was in denial, and I see that with other women today, and I get it. But over the course of that week, I always say, When God wants you to wake up, he's gonna wake you up. And he showed me so many signs that week from a huge billboard about pip implants um, to a random phone call from an old friend saying, You're still sick, eh? I think you should call my neighbor because you sound a lot like her when you speak. And he didn't tell me what it was, you know, because I think he was kind of tiptoeing around it, but I called the neighbor and she said, oh, after hearing my symptoms, I think it's your breast implants. And I said, why is everyone saying my breast implants? I've worked in this industry over 20 years now. I've never heard of this. I had never had one woman come into any of the practices that I worked at complaining of these symptoms. But I realized now that they were probably going from practitioner to practitioner like I was trying to figure out what was wrong. They probably didn't suspect it either. So I explanted within about a month.
0: Wow, that is a very quick I mean for from get from the time of the augmentation and then getting the the symptoms, like that was what not even was it it was even like under, years, like seven and a yeah, half years. seven and a half years. That's still a quick journey. I mean, if you think about it, but a long journey when you're in it yes. and praise, praise all the colonic practitioners out there. I love mine. <laughs> I love that yes,
1: Absolutely. And how brave she was because she could have very well just had me go about my way and not said a thing. Um, and now when I share my story or I'm talking about it, you would be surprised how many people, oh, my mom went through that. My sister went through that. My friend did. I'm thinking, well, where were all of these people back then? Because I never heard anything, but I was supposed to go through every bit of that journey to truly understand what these women are going through. I really believe that. Um, if I just figured it out in the first six months, right. Well, I wouldn't really be able to speak to all of the symptoms and how the cascade of symptoms happened in the body. I had to go through that. And, um, that was my spiritual awakening.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was a mess. It was a mess of an occurrence. A lot of things splattered everywhere, but it was a message, right? The mess became the message. Love that. Um, But I want to ask because, you know, they've been talking also that breast implants um, create an anaplastic large cell lymphoma. Is that correct?
1: That's true. There are some breast implants that are associated with something called BIA-ALCL, um, textured implants um, that have since been recalled.
0: Wow. So how many different types of, I'm just curious, how many different types of implants are there really? And because I mean, I know women, like for instance, if they go through, if they're going through breast cancer and they mm-hmm. get a mastectomy yes. or double mastectomy even, and they choose to get implants, are there a special... Uh, Implants that they go, no. 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 And
1: I will say, and this is just again from my experience of what we're seeing with patients, because now I work with the surgeon who removed my breast implants at the beginning of 2019. We see it with silicone, saline, and from all the manufacturers, all the different types. Um, So it's not like we were thinking at first, like maybe it was just certain women, because, like, you know, I've got um, the MTHFR gene, which can make detoxing a little more difficult. So I was fully, um, willing to be open to the fact that perhaps it could be my body, but as I was researching it, trying to figure out if this was it. And I went into one BII breast implant illness support group, um, with over 150,000 women who all sounded just like me. I was realizing like, I don't think this is maybe just isolated to but again, we're all doing studies. We're trying to figure out what it is that's causing this and why some women are perfectly fine. And and again, I don't want anyone to be sick. I'm not trying to get these off the market or ruin anyone's livelihood. I'm just trying to be a support for women who went through the same experience that I did.
0: Oh my gosh. And that's such a beautiful thing because, you know, it's just like what I went through. I'm doing the message. I'm just, I'm the channel, right? Um, from mold and the autoimmune that I go through. It's like, how can we clean up our lives to live a more awakened, um, healthy? I mean, no one wants to be fogged, no one wants to feel joint pain on a daily basis, no one wants the inflammation. Trust me, sister. I dealt with that this past week. And you know, when you get flare-ups, like it's it's detrimental, like it's so mentally debilitating that you know, yeah. Agreed.
1: No. And I always say that like, don't shoot the messenger, but if you expect that I'm going to go through something like this, and I happen to work in an industry where I now have information that could help others and I'm supposed to stay silent. Well, I'm sorry. That's just not going to happen because I think we should all share our experiences again. I'm not attacking any manufacturers. I understand how um, plastic surgeries help so many, and I'm a huge advocate for procedures that, you know, for like um, deformities, moles repair, traumatic accidents. I love plastic surgery for that, and I actually work with a surgeon who is a reconstructive specialist and does a lot of those type of procedures, along with explant lifts. He does it all. How many times?
0: Yeah. Yes, and you know, again. I have to say, whatever makes you feel better about yourself, if you need that, you know, we support you. Um, but I do want you to kind of jump into you being on the breast team over yes. there. Yes. Um, what are you doing as an advocate? Because you talked about being your own advocate, right? Mm-hmm. We all know I preach it myself. Like, you've got to be your own advocate. Yeah. You've got to do the research yourself. You have to know where the source is but you having experience. I want to know what are you educating people with?
1: Right. So on my journey, I fell in love with holistic health. And in 2012, when I was really suffering, I met the most amazing German doctor. He's so darling, Dr. Lauren. And I said to him, sir, teach me everything you can about the human body. Cause I feel like these Western medicine doctors are not getting it. They're not even seeing how 57 pounds of inflammation is a huge red flag. And so I started on my quest. I started seeing all sorts of different holistic practitioners from acupuncturists, Reiki, you name it, fell in love with it. They all were amazing. So when I started helping my current um, boss, Dr. Kevin Brenner, who removed my breast implants, I said to him, well, if I'm going to be your patient advocate and help advocate for these patients... Well, then I insist that we have a holistic breast team. And he said, okay. And I said, I really wanna have like an integrative plastic surgery practice because I've felt since 2012, again, this is where I get my downloads. I knew in 2012, that holistic medicine is the future. And I was trying to um, mesh it with the plastic surgery industry even back then. I made a non-toxic skincare line. But I think I was a little bit early because, again, it was one of my downloads. So the rest of the world wasn't ready yet. And he said, "Okay, well, I said, I want to show women. And again, they don't have to use our holistic breast team. We've got two naturopaths on the team. We have um, a woman who is a colonic practitioner. Me, I'm the patient advocate. I'm also a health coach. We have a woman who's been through Bii herself, and who's a coach, and then um, another woman who does scar camouflage and creates three D areolas with um, you know permanent makeup for women who have um, gone through the journey of breast cancer. So I just said I just want to show women what it takes to heal from this, and I believe that detoxing your body after explant um, and fully getting your body back into balance is essential, and everyone has the opportunity to take their healing as far as they want to take it
0: mm. and I I mean the healing taking it as far as you want to take it I I think you know healing is a daily thing you know when people say like a, like well what's your what's your daily routine like I mean every day should be a day of healing you know working out sleep it's a cycle right we're meant to heal be healing beings so we can love each other Like it's really, if you break down what the meaning of life is, the true purpose, it's to educate each other, to share stories, to love and to heal, right? Kind of quite basic. Other things just get in the way, right? I love
1: that. And I mean, I think if you look at my Instagram, that's all I'm trying to do too, is just like you say, spread the love when I'm out and about during my days. I see a difference since COVID. I do, you know, because then- When I'm checking out with the cashier, I can tell that they're responding to my energy and they're smiling more. And then I'm wishing them, you know, a lovely day and they're wishing it back. We didn't even have that kind of connection before and people really need it, especially having been isolated and so forth. And it's working. I'm telling you in my neighborhood, like I feel the love really being passed on from person to person.
0: Oh, my gosh. And we just need to continue like engaging with people that are magnets to that, I think, you know, because some people are just totally checked out. They're like the non-participants in a video game. And it's just like they're on their own journey. They're on their own path. You can't change them. So you need to keep continuing and linking up with the people that are getting it. And then you can create a larger force, right? have
1: to lead by example, right? And then those who want to catch on will catch on.
0: Yeah. So I want to ask you, um, since we're talking about healing and healing journeys, healing routines, what does a day in the life look for you? You know, how, yeah, like on a good day, on a great day, right? What's your healing journey?
1: Well, yeah, so my days, because they're very busy now, I really still try to incorporate all the things, right? So I now go to bed and I laugh, right? My life is so different. I say, if my old friends could hang out with me now, all I want to talk about is holistic health. They'd be like, what happened to our friend who was dancing on the tables with us until 3 a.m. before? That friend has left. I um I go to sleep at about um, eight o'clock now and i sleep until about 7 um i listen to either you know sound baths as i sleep um you know sound is very important to me and as part of healing i also um, listen to and share with my patients to listen to as i prep their bodies for surgery um like um you know 528 hertz music and so forth which I think is very important. Um, so I wake up, I am trying my best to every morning, first thing, do at least a 10 minute guided meditation for abundance and prosperity. You know, I change it up really trying to commit to starting my morning with that and i've been a lot better lately um i'm trying to eat better foods for my hormones because i'm really trying to as i get older i'm going to be 50 this year um keep my hormones balanced naturally so i'm really trying to incorporate better foods um in that um i have like my special water i drink alive waters i'm going to plug them because they're so great it's structured water. It's amazing. They deliver it to my home each week. And I'll tell you, it might be more expensive, but especially being here in Los Angeles, it's really important. Our water is everything. I do um, lymphatic massage, not only on have it done on my body, but I also have buckle and lymphatic facials twice a month, because like I said, I gave up Botox. And so um, with healthy lymph flow, you know, stagnant lymph flow is what expedites aging. So if we can keep everything flowing, not only does that help your health, but it also helps your beauty. Um, Walking is a huge part of my day because I'm on the phone a lot with patients. So I do all my calls during the day. I do a discovery call with all of our patients, as well as helping them prep their body before surgery and helping them in the few weeks after. And I'm teaching them along the way. I'm educating them on how you can take care of yourself with detox. And I have to say, some of my patients take me up on it more than others. You know, some just have their surgery. They feel so much better. They kind of go about their lives and you never hear from them again. But others are like, oh my gosh, I want to hear everything you have to share. And they kind of start adopting that holistic lifestyle, which is what I'm trying to encourage. So I just, like I said, I changed everything when I got my breast implants out from the foods I was eating, the water I was drinking, the products I was using. Um, I always exercised, worked out. Like I said, I'm a dancer. So that was always a big part of my life. But when I was sick and had 58 or so pounds of inflammation, it was really hard all i could do was walk and at one point you know i got neuropathy and i lost the feeling in my legs and that was really devastating and scary um but ever since explant it's it's back and i'm the healthiest i've ever been in my life spiritually emotionally and physically
0: i mean you are a ray of light i, I couldn't agree more like first of all you're turning 50 this year what i I, I mean like oh my gosh I'm like oh I can't even <laughs> believe it um I have so many other questions I'm going to be asking you off air but um I do want to just say the eight o'clock bedtime I do that too I was in bed by 30 last night right I got up at six so it's like I just there's something about that it's just so simple you know it's like why do I need to sit and watch tv and you know, I
1: haven't but... watched TV, I don't know, in like 20 years or or a movie. I always say like Jaws was the last movie I remember Jaws. seeing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um that's a big part of I think our evolution and raising our frequency and you know, getting rid of the TV. I don't know. I'm not saying that there aren't amazing programming now, like I think Gaia's is, is a cool channel, etc. Mm-hmm. But don't you think in the sleeping, there's yes, something going on right, with how fast the earth is moving, the time, do you notice, like, the days are going by really quickly, and
0: yeah, yeah, and um, I just truly just feel like I've just met another soul sister here, because I'm like, oh my gosh, we're not too far, I'm just up in Santa Barbara, just at the coast, so we've got to, like, go for a hike, or go for a walk together, and just chat, no, seriously,
1: Please, because you know that Santa Barbara is one of my favorite places on earth. And I was just saying, I think I need to go check out Ojai. I've checked out Ojai and it's magical up there, right?
0: It's so magical. I'll meet you up there for sure. But I want to, before we kind of, you know, step off the screen, I do want to ask Um, Is there anything that you want to share with the audience that maybe I didn't ask that you think is really vitally important just about holistic living or about the, you know, breast explants in general? Because we might have to have you back on because I'm sure other people would be like, oh, my God, we have more questions
1: pleased too you know I guess I would say I just want to encourage others that it's never too late first of all I even have patients in their early 70s who have had breast implants since their 20s and they'll say Amanda is it too late for me and I say if you can get cleared by your primary care for surgery, it's never too late to I just want everyone to have the best quality of life while that we're here and even at 70 no, it's not too late to have a better quality of life if you so choose. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. Because like I said, I went from drinking the Kool-Aid to drinking the green juice. I was Botoxed up and everything. And again, no judgment. I'm just saying for me, I decided when I took my breast implants out, I wanted to change all aspects. And um, now I get buckle facials. I just did a TV segment on it a few minutes ago and it promotes blood flow to the face. I gave up Botox after 20 years. That was scary for me because I thought, what's going to happen to my face? And honestly, I can't even really tell if I'm going to be totally honest. And now I find it more fun to find more creative ways to exercise my face like a workout, just like you would your body, right? Uh Rather than do things that stagnate our lymph system. So I just want to really drive that home that it's really not as hard as you would think. Don't be intimidated or overwhelmed. And I just started a website, lymphlounge.com that I'm going to educate the public how to exercise your lymphatic system because we can't go for lymphatic massages and facials every day. We need to learn things and use, and there'll be products on there, daily, you know, little health tips that you can do because people don't really know a lot about your lymph system and I would Uh yes, it's probably one of our most important
0: (laughs) oh yeah seriously it's one of the most delicate one of the most important things that we could even be thinking about Mm -hmm. um thank you so much like I'm so excited to learn more just from you and I want to come figure out where you're getting this facial I have not done Botox I don't plan on doing Botox I'm actually going to be doing my first acupuncture, cosmetic acupuncture this week.
1: I love that too. Please tape it. Yeah. So
0: so I'm really excited, but I like to do it all. I do the lymphatic, I do the colonic, but it's, it's a fun, you know, we, we were given a body to experiment. I mean, certainly you can experiment any way you want, but, um, I'm kind of in the same direction you are. So. Mm -hmm
1: yes and grounding and all these wonderful things and just wanting to share this with the public my knowledge and wisdom and whoever wants to take me up on some of it great and if you don't that's then not
0: to you <laughs> um where can everyone find you if they want to follow you you mentioned your instagram
1: yes on instagram the holistic beauty coach um you can also find out more about explanting um at kevinbrennermd.com and that's where we have our holistic breast team and it's breast team on Instagram. And then I'm just starting where it's under construction, but lymphlounge.com for more information on your lymph system and how to keep it healthy. So I'm really excited about that.
0: Fantastic. Well, guys, it's been an honor. It's been an absolute pleasure. Please, I know this resonates with many of you guys. Send it on to a friend, a family member someone mysterious out there. I don't know. Um, Let's spread the word. Let's kind of become a holistic community together. So until next time, it's been an honor. It's been an absolute pleasure. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love. Ciao. When I travel, it's really, really important that I have all the wellness tools in my toolbox to keep me healthy and to keep my immunities just in tip-top shape. So one of the products, one of the brands that I love to support and always have in my travel backpack is a brand called Wish Garden Herbs. You guys have heard me talk about it before, but I wanna give you 20% off orders of $25 or more using code HONESTKB. That's the best rate you will get on discount from anywhere, just to let you know. But what is our Wish Garden Herbs? They are ancient remedies for the modern world. They are a woman-owned and family-run business since 1979, which I love so incredibly much. You know how much I love that. And Wish Garden Herbs is the fastest growing liquid herbal extract brand in the U.S. They specialize in formulating radically effective herbal tinctures made from organic, sustainably sourced plants. And you know how much I love walking through the meadows, walking through the gardens and picking up all of my little plant friends around there and using my own remedies in those ways as well. They're from Boulder, Colorado, and you know I love a Midwest brand. They make their herbal formulas from the old-fashioned way, extracting whole herbs with water and alcohol. So Wish Garden offers over 100 all-natural herbal formulas across for adults, kids, pregnancies, yeah. The line goes on and on, but amongst their best-selling proprietary blends are the Kick-Ass Immune Activator, which I always have with me, the Kick-Ass Allergy, perfect for any time of the year, especially this time of the year, the After Ease, the Happy Ducks, the Serious Cough, the Deep Stress, and the Deep Lung. Their symptom-soothing formulas offer the -the in-the-moment results targeting Conditions such as immunity, allergy, sleep, stress, your brain health, respiratory, digestion, lactation, postpartum, and so much more. Again, y'all, I want to give you 20% off all orders of $25 or more using the code HONESTKB. Set your wellness toolbox up today because, you know, travel season is going to be coming. Gatherings are going to be hitting the road again. So make sure you are ready to go. Enjoy.